Hi everyone, welcome back to Gina's Groove. I just want to say happy Easter, happy late Easter rather. Um, I know I'm actually filming right now on Easter. Um, I would have filmed this earlier, but life just came in the way. But I definitely wanted to get this episode out there to you guys so you could find some new music because that's the whole point of Gina's Groove. So, you may ask, what album are you talking about today as if it's not already in the title? So, this week I will be talking about Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa since I did an Instagram poll and it was my pick this week because I absolutely love this album. This album was definitely the soundtrack to my early 2020, those early COVID quarantine days, you know, when everyone was making like whipped coffee and watching Tiger King. Yeah, that time. And definitely an album that I took with me in the summer 2020. What you may not know about this album is that it actually got leaked before it was officially released. And I know that I follow like Pop Crave on Twitter, so I follow a lot of pop culture news. And I know that Dua Lipa was actually really hesitant about releasing this album because it was early on in the COVID time, I guess. And so many people were struggling and didn't know what to do. But I'm glad that she did release it, because I feel like, although definitely some people haven't heard this album, for those who have, it brought us all joy in such a dark, unprecedented time when we, di- we didn't really know what the next day, what was going to come the next day. So, why is this album so good, Gina? Well, let me start with track one, Future Nostalgia. This song kind of sets the tone for the 80s-inspired synth-pop sound that she's going for with this record. She says, you want a timeless song, I want to change the game. And she also says, no matter what I do, I'm going to do it without you. You know, I know you ain't used to a female alpha. So that's very strong, and I love that for her. So I would think that this could be, just overall the song could be about a breakup, but I think it might be about the Grammys, and let me explain. So, if you follow the Grammys, um, you may know that a few years ago she won their Grammy for Best New Artist. And this was right when the Grammys, they were experiencing backlash because one of the guys that is with the Recording Academy, or he isn't anymore, but he was, he said basically that women weren't nominated in a lot of categories because he claimed that they needed to step up. And I know that when she won the Grammy, she said, oh, we've us women have really stepped up, and a lot of people were like, yeah, girl. Um, So, I think this song, she's saying that she's strong, and she does what she wants, and she does that with her music, and she's kind of setting the tone for the album in that way. Then we move on to track two, Don't Start Now, which, yes, it's popular, but it's one of my favorites. I think it's a great choice for a first single, and I think she kind of showed oh, I'm back, and no, I didn't fall victim to those, like, one-kiss dancing memes that everybody made, and I got better as an artist. And in the song, she's basically saying she's doing fine after a breakup, and she's basically telling the guy or person, whoever, to not start to get pressed that now that she's doing good. And I know that's a lot to unpack, but it's... Sonically, it's very 80s disco. I could definitely imagine this played in a club when COVID's over. Um, And I think it's perfect to listen to regardless of if you're mad or if you want to dance. I feel like it works in both situations. Like, you could listen to it on a girl's night out 
Or you could listen to it when you're angry with the dude or whatever. Track three. Cool. In this song, she kind of sounds like she moved on to a new, healthier, refreshing relationship. It's kind of about those initial stages of infatuation and kind of flirting with someone. And this is definitely a more slower, chill-pop sound. I think it's ideal for driving with the windows down, even watching a sunset, or tanning on the beach. Overall, I feel that this is a great song for summer, especially if you have a little summer love. (laughs) And then we move on to track four, which is physical. So you already know what I'm going to say. This is the perfect song for the gym. It literally sounds like an 80s workout video. Like, I'm thinking like some, like an 80s version of like P90X or something like that. It's very high tempo, very in your face, in a good way. And it's great for like a run or if you're killing it like on a jump rope, whatever. If you've ever seen the movie Footloose, it reminds me of that like dancing scene in the warehouse like that song that was playing so if you know you know but that's what it reminds me of lyrically it's about a very intense relationship but intense in a good way um however the downside of the song i feel like the theme isn't as strong as it could be in the lyrics but it's definitely a great song with like a very high like beat per minute so like i said it's great for the gym Then we move on to track five, which is Levitating. And I know this song is very radio heavy right now. It's very popular. But it totally deserves the hype it is receiving. This song is so addicting, and I don't know why. I don't know what Miss Lipa put in it. But this was a song of my early COVID days when I first heard this album. I was addicted to it, and I knew it would be a radio hit. I'm just mad that it wasn't promoted any earlier in her future nostalgia era. I think this is the perfect song for a night out, going to the club, non-COVID times once again, um, a party, of course, like I said, in a non-COVID world, y'all stay safe, wear your masks, or even to hype yourself up and just dance around while you're getting, getting ready like I do. It's just perfect for any situation. I love levitating. Then we move on to track six, which is Pretty Please. Again, this is a little bit more chill pop. It starts out with this bass line, and then it kind of, like, progresses, and more beats kind of get layered on top of each other. And it talks about a relationship that was very chill, but she kind of wants to speed it up. She's very infatuated, and she wants to kind of take it a step further. I could definitely see the song being played in American Eagle, Um, I feel like it's perfect for a runway or just some type of catwalk. In my mind, this is very much a strut song. Um, Maybe if you're walking in, like, a big populated city like New York, I feel like this would be perfect for just, like, walking down the street to your own beat. I know that rhymed. Um, But, yes, this song isn't one of my favorites because it is more chill. But, like I said, it's definitely a strut song. Then we move on to track seven, Hallucinate. This is definitely another gym song. I feel like it's a good jump rope song, but I could also see it being another strut song, another catwalk song, and it definitely needs to be played at a club or for a big crowd. Again, it's kind of about that euphoria of being with someone, and it's kind of a continuation in the theme of cool about that initial infatuation phase. She says, I hallucinate when you call my name. 
So she's very wrapped up in this relationship in a good way. Overall, it's a very dancey song and it's great for kind of jumping in a big crowd, ideally at a concert. Track eight, Love Again. The intro kind of reminds me of some instrumentation that would be incorporated in an Ariana Grande song. So think like Bad Idea, um, that kind of, kind of almost how in that song it has strings, kind of that similar instrumentation. I feel like the song is about doubting that you'll find love again after a relationship that doesn't work out, but eventually finding that love again. She says, so many nights my tears fell harder than rain, scared I would take my broken heart to the grave. So she definitely f- doubted that she would find, ho- find love. And this gives me Saturday Night Fever kind of disco vibes, but lyrically, I feel like this is a more transparent and honest song on this album. However, I can't say that the song really resonated with me sonically. Lyrically, it does, though, of course. But, um, but yes, I didn't really resonate with me, but definitely give it a listen. Track 9, Break My Heart. This song is very 80s disco. Another strut song, another catwalk song. She's questioning kind of where she is in this relationship. Um, and kind of her decision to be in the relationship altogether. She says, I would have stayed at home because I was doing better alone, but when you said hello, I knew it was the end of it all. So she knows this person is going to break her heart, but she can't seem to shake this person off. I would say the best way to describe this song is definitely Sad Disco, because it is very dancey, but lyrically it's kind of tragic. Then we have track 10, which is Good in Bed. This is definitely a guilty pleasure favorite of mine. It has very repetitive lyrics. I know that's why many people don't like this song, but it got stuck in my head. This had the potential to be a radio hit. I think it has potential to even be a TikTok dance. And it's definitely one of my top songs of 2020. I think it was like my number two top song on my Spotify wrapped. Um, It's talking about a relationship that's only good physically. And it's very cheeky in that way, but it's kind of a cautionary tale since oftentimes these relationships aren't long-term. It's very repetitive, like I said, but I definitely recommend giving it a listen if you want it to get stuck in your head because it will get stuck in your head. I don't know if she used the same little potion in this song that she used with Levitating, but Miss Girl had to have done that. And then we come to the end of the album at track 11, which is Boys Will Be Boys. This song is very string heavy, kind of like I said with, uh, let's see, I believe it was, yes, Love Again. Um, Very string heavy, but it doesn't need that 80s disco production because of what she's talking about in the song and the subject matter. It basically talks about the struggles of being a woman and the issues we face that men will never know. She even says, in the very beginning, it's second nature to walk home before the sun goes down and put your keys between your knuckles when there's boys around. So she's definitely talking about those struggles, talking about the things that we face that men don't face and will never really experience at all. And she says in the chorus, boys will be boys, but girls will be women. So... While some people have that dated, oh, boys will be boys mentality, Dua Lipa is saying that girls are strong because of the issues we face and how we rise above those issues and how we 
step up because so many people doubt us. And I know that some people may say, oh, this doesn't really fit sonically with the 80s disco kind of sound. I think in this song, she said what she said and it needed to be said. I think this song needed to be released regardless. I think it makes the most sense, though, to put it at the end of the album because I think it's the best song lyrically and she's kind of saving the best song lyrically for last. And I think if you're a woman, if you're a man, whatever, however you would describe yourself, definitely listen to this song. Overall, I feel that the song, this, wow, excuse me, (laughs) I feel that this album has great club bops, it's definitely full of songs for a girl's night out, for the gym, or just a little disco moment. I, as a fan of hers now, I can't wait to see some of these songs live, and hopefully in the near future, no pun intended. So, I know that this was a shorter episode, but that wraps it up for Gina's Groove this week. Stay tuned for episode four coming next week. Have a great week.